0: The volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. This is why I love betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook. There's great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and so much more. There's amazing new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get your winnings if you want to cash out in as fast as two hours hours and how fun is it to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in presented by FanDuel on that homepage. if you are new just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now sign up with promo code Monaco so they know I sent you disclaimer 21 plus and present in arizona colorado connecticut iowa illinois indiana louisiana michigan new jersey new york pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia or wyoming All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. All things Volume Sports. Make sure to check out the whole network. Big shout out to Draymond Green yesterday in Game One of the Grizzlies and the Dubs, speaking his mind on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. That is. What makes this network so special? And of course, we were on the Warriors. Follow my picks on Action Network. Big milestone for me. I've been firing on picks. If you've been with me, we've been firing in sports betting since the pandemic, since it was just soccer with no fans, tracking picks. 2,600 bets locked in. And I am happy to say I have crossed... 1,500 wins. I am still batting 57% going on 2,600 bets across seven sports, multiple soccer leagues. This is what we do, baby. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer, UFC. A little bit of hockey here and there and all things props. And this is what we settle with as we dive in and get ready to rumble Monday May 2nd If you have not subscribed rated or reviewed goes a long way on iTunes and or Spotify appreciate you very much We have the Suns hosting the Mavericks game 1 we have the Heat hosting the Sixers game 1 I'm going to get right into it and look we saw yesterday why you kind of want to sit back in game one of series and watch. And I was right with the Warriors, took them on the money line, awful Scotty Van Badbeat for those out there who had the Warriors minus two or minus two and a half on those Clay Thompson missed free throws at the end. And then, of course, I was on the Celtics and we got bit. We got ran over like Giannis ran the Boston Celtics over so sometimes in these long seven-game series, you want to just kind of observe. I do have multiple picks in these games tonight as far as against the spreads go. I'll give you my leans, but I'm staying away as far as official picks against the spread because we just don't know what we're going to get. But I will start out with my lock, which is a parlay, And I'm going to take the Suns on the money line at home and the Heat. On the money line at home and i take great pleasure in doing so it is minus 118 all right so just a little bit more than your average juice at minus 110 to fire on these two teams winning let's start out with the phoenix suns here coming in who really have dominated dallas all right this goes back past chris paul even on the team so i don't want to go too much on this stat but they've covered 15 of their last 19 against the dallas mavericks and this suns team we're getting is literally the second best team well really the tied with the warriors as the best home team in the nba and that's a 34-10 and 10 record that we are sitting on as we dive into this. Now, we do know that the Suns team is coming in absolutely rested, absolutely comfortable going against this Dallas team. Now, I gave you that number that they were over the last 19. Well, how about this? Dallas is 3-11 and 11 straight up, 4-10 and 10 against the spread versus Phoenix going back to 2018-2019. And they're winless against them this year. They are two and one against the spread against them. I don't want to dive too much into and read too much into what happened in these picks and games this season because Luka only played one game. But a large part of what Phoenix does is they shut you down defensively. And what they did in this Pelican series, averaging 14 and a half turnovers per contest, 32 turnovers in the final two games. That equated to an average of around 22 points off of turnovers. That is exactly what we are looking at. Defense to create offense in this series. And can the role players that really stepped up big in that one win without Devin Booker at home do what they do? And that's a Mike Bridges best game of the season with that 31. Four blocks, I believe, as well. Can he, can Cam Johnson... Can a little bit of Cameron Payne and of course Aiton? Can these guys do what they do and get us all well into the double digits to support the Chris Paul Devin Booker one-two punch? And Dallas comes in, and I gotta just throw it out there because I want to throw stats at you so you can sit on it. They're very good when they're getting six points or more as underdogs. They're seven seven and zero against the spread. 7-0 against the spread and that's a little scary considering that the Suns are 22 and 27 against the spread when they're at least six point favorites and that's why I don't want to touch the spread here. I'm actually leaning Mavericks to cover tonight at the moment and on FanDuel which is our home book here it's a six point spread moving to five and a half and it's minus 235 on the money line for the Suns, plus 190 for the Mavericks. But this series comes down to defense, and it comes down to, I think, perimeter defense. Now, this Mavs team, very good defensively. I think under 215 is a decent play here tonight as well, but this Suns team They've given up 104.5 defensive points per game across last year's impressive finals run. And they held New Orleans to around 109 defensive points per game, which is pretty impressive considering how offensively sound this Pelicans team was down the stretch. And then you look at the Mavs defense. They've allowed only 105 points per game in their last 17 matchups, which... Brings them to a 13 and 4 against the spread outing. But can they handle the perimeter? Can the Suns team shoot what they've done against Dallas, which is 12 triples at home during the regular season and 12 and a half triples per game versus Dallas? That's 36 points. And they shot on the season 37.3% from beyond the arc. That's fourth in the NBA. And that's what I think a large part of this can come down to. Can the Suns win the turnover battle? Can they hit those timely threes? And can they defend the perimeter against a very good Dallas defensive team? A Dallas three-point shooting team as well. It's a much different series than the Pelican series, all things considering. Because over the last six games, the Mavericks have gone under and of the six. So we know that they play defense. But I'm just comfortable taking the Suns team in large part. My buddy Raheem Palmer, definitely check him out on Twitter, who we've had on multiple times, talks about this. He's talked about it all season. He's tweeted about it. Where the Suns team is on closing out games. And NBA.com actually has a number that's worth mentioning. So... They define close games as five points or less with five minutes to go or less. The Suns are 33 and nine in those instances. 33 and nine. All right. Offensive rating of 131.6, defensive rating of 98.2. Impeccable. Impeccable. And that's a large part of what Chris Paul brings. He closes. You realize he shot 100% in that closeout game. A hundred percent. Didn't even realize he was doing so. I like the Suns here in a big spot at home. I think the Mavs have a chance of covering. I think under's the play. But ultimately, my first pick is Suns money line parlaying it with the Heat. And let's talk about this Heat-Sixers series. Heat coming in 9-3 and three against the spread in their last 12. And they're going against a Sixers team that's just 2-6 and six against the spread in their last 8 Without their anchor, their number one player, Joel Embiid, the BFG is out for at least games one and two, and that affects things immensely. As we know, this Sixers team, over the years when Embiid has been out, has been under 500. That is what they are this season as well. Now, he's played most of the season. But they're still under five hundred when he's out. And you look at what this Heat team is, and they are an incredible defensive unit as well. This is the Spolster scheme that really, if you don't watch Miami Heat basketball, I mean, there are guys on this team you wouldn't even have heard of. Max Strus, Vincent. There's so many random guys that contribute on both sides of the ball And it's really a nucleus, and they're going to be without Kyle Lowry tonight, which is why I don't want to touch the spread either. It's a a 7.5-point line on FanDuel right now, which is a big number and a big enough number for me to avoid as we look at this this Game 1 here in Miami. But Miami is just as impressive at home as the Suns. They're right behind Golden State. And Phoenix with the best record at home in the NBA. They're minus 335 on the money line for good reason. Now, I think this series comes down to a lot of defensive stops, timely stops, and can the Heat get those role players to ball? Jimmy Butler was sensational in the first series against the Hawks. Now, all five games against Atlanta went under. They went under, and you saw what they did to Trey Young. They took him out. They went the Bill Belichick route. They took their best player and they erased him. He only in 18 times in his career has gone under 10 points, and two of them were in this Miami Heat first round series. So we're getting a six and eight Sixers team without Embiid. We're getting a defense that is top five in defensive points against the entire Costco sample size of the season. We're getting home court, second best record in the NBA. And we're getting a team that doesn't rely on one player. And you saw what they did against James Harden earlier in the season when they went down to Miami, and it was ugly. And this is going to be up to James Harden in this game one and two to get and facilitate everyone involved. Tobias Harris is going to need to step up. Maxie's going to need to step up. But ultimately, I'm loving the heat here, how they're playing not only on Defense, but offense. You saw what a Duncan Robinson can do at any time. I believe he had eight of nine from 327 points in that early game in the series against the Hawks at home. And that's the the kind of the lean and the thinking here of, of what I'm doing with these picks. Miami at home is lethal. And they play very, very much together and they have a very good crowd believe it or not what people say about miami sports so i'm gonna go with the heat at home and i'm gonna go with the Suns at home on the money line for my lock of the day minus 118 i think it cashes with ease again you just you want to observe these game ones but ultimately i think the better teams prevail and the two teams that i have winning the series and then we move on to the degenerate special, a little parlay. This is a little riskier, but I do feel conf- confident in it. And it pays a, a gorgeous plus 189, almost 2 to 1. So you can parlay a double result with both games. So that's a team to win the half and win the game. I'm going to go Suns double result minus 125. Heat double result, minus 165. So that's both the Heat and the Suns to win both halves and win the game. And let's dive in. Well, first things first, when we talk about the first quarters here, the Suns are top seven in points per game in the first quarter, averaging just under 29. Dallas is 18th. Dallas is kind of notorious to going off in a very slow manner and coming back. You saw it against the Jazz in multiple games. Even the closeout game, they were down. Going into halftime, they were down and had to have a huge third quarter to bounce back and then battle to win that game. And it's a reason why they're 18th in first points per game. And then we look at what the Heat are versus the Sixers. Now, the Sixers do play a little better out the gate, but this Heat team is still above them in first quarter points per game and first half points per game if we're talking home versus road. So for me, I think this comes down to can this – Suns team, who held the Pelicans to 48.5 first half points per game in that six-game series, which was just over 45 points at home in Phoenix, which is impressive in today's NBA to hold a team under 50 and just over 45 in points per game, respectively. Can they do that again tonight? And I think they can because I think Dallas, they really do rely – on not just Lucas production, but they do rely a little bit more than other teams on that three-point production. And I do think the Suns perimeter defense can cause them problems, particularly at home. And again, we saw what they did in turnovers and points generated. I like the Suns to win this first half, and I do love the Heat to come out. And you saw what they did in the first quarter in the first half of multiple home games against Atlanta. And outside of that closeout game, which you got to look as an outlier because there was no Kyle Lowry and no Jimmy Butler, and they still won the game and should have covered, but almost a little backdoor cover for the Hawks. They come out very strong in first quarter and first halves, respectively. So I think it's this simple. We have the number one home team. The Phoenix Suns at 34 and 10. And we have the number two home team at 32 and 12 to win the half and win the game. And statistically speaking, we have it all on our side. I feel very comfortable giving it out at plus 189. I think it's a very, very, very fun value play at plus 189. And we wrap it up with the props. All right, prop shop. I'm comfortable with Chris Paul on a double-double tonight. All right, it's a little bit of juice at minus 160. But he's averaging 15 and 13 in these three games against the Mavs this season. And the whole offense runs through him. So I'm comfortable giving Chris Paul out, who has really been the catalyst all season. But particularly in this Pelican series, they had to lean on him in those games. And there was no coincidence that every time... He went over 20 points. They won. He had one bad game, one four-point game in New Orleans where Alvarado was pesky as can get, a pesky pelican. But outside of that, Chris Paul was very productive. And at home, he averages just a little bit more than he does on the road in both categories. I think Chris Paul, who again averaged 15 and 13 this season at home against the Mavericks and on the road, is really incredible. And and I think it's worth firing on at minus 165. And at home this season, he's averaging a double-double. 14.7 and 11.6 assists. So in 33 games of a sample size, we are getting an, an unbelievable, unbelievable double-double hit here. And two of those three games this season— 14 dimes and 14 dimes against Dallas at home. And that's what we're worried about more. He's going to get over 10 points. Period. Period. So I'm going to go with him and then I have no choice. All right, I got to briefly discuss this. I got I got to take the Boston Celtics at plus 108 to come out and win this series down 1-0. Juiced immensely. I'm already on it. I'm already on it from Friday's episode. Had the Grizzlies in a closeout W. Gave out the Celtics. They lost to the Bucs. It was a poor call. They went against a very non-physical Nets team. Didn't play a lot of defense against a team that'll just smack you in the mouth. But two things jumped out to me that I think Ime and this coaching staff will rectify. Okay, first off, Jalen Brown was terrible. All right, 4-13 of from the field, just 12 points. And Jason Tatum really, really struggled. Now, he did hit four threes, but six of 18 was not a good outing. All right, so six of 18 and four of 13 from your two best players. With Marcus Smart going in and out of the game, you know, he was down on minutes with 32. He was only three of 11. They were really, really struggling with their best three players, and I don't think that happens again. I think from a coaching standpoint, this Celtics team has the ability to, to right a lot of wrongs that we saw in Game 1. Now, we know Giannis is going to do his thing, but there is a bright spot there. They held Giannis to at 25 from the field. He still did have 24 points. He had a triple-double. He played out of his mind, but he didn't shoot that well. Drew Holiday was particularly aggressive. I don't see him going for 25 points. He took advantage of matchups when Marcus Smart was out. And that's really... What I'm seeing, can this Celtics team make the defensive adjustments and win this game? They shot 33% from the field as a team. It's abysmal, all right, abysmal. And we know that they're going to need to win the turnover battle, which they didn't. 18 turnovers is not going to get it done against a very well-coached Bucks team. They didn't out-rebound him, which is expected, but only got out-rebounded by six. And they allowed 11 steals. And that's a big part of the 18 turnovers. So two things is I don't see the top three players for the Celtics going three of 11 and Jalen Brown going just absolutely off. And he was taking bad shots. I mean, this is like... A, a, a quick analogy, when you are not hitting from the field, get to the rack and get to the line, just like a batter in a slump in baseball. Work a walk, drag bunt, get hit by a pitch to get on. Whatever you got to do to get on base to help your team, shots were just not falling It's to make or miss the league. I think Milwaukee came in, shocked a lot of people, but I don't want to overreact. This is a 6-7 game series. All right, now the Celtics have to go in and win one in Milwaukee. But again, the Celtics team hadn't really been tested defensively yet due to the Nets playing absolutely no defense and really no coaching, as much as I hate to say it. And now they got to look in themselves in the mirror and say, how are we going to right some wrongs here? And I think they do. And I think there is value at putting 50 to 100 bucks on the Celtics to win the series at plus 108. And I'm absolutely going to do so. So I'm going to take the Celtics to win the series right now at plus money, doubling down as I think they come back and win game two in a big way. We will preview that tomorrow on the Best Gambling Show Ever on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Again, subscribe, rate, review if you're enjoying yourself. Just to recap, I'm on the Suns. I'm on the Heat on a money line Parlay. I'm on the Suns double result and a Heat double result at plus 189, win the half, win the game. I'm going to go Chris Paul double dub. And I'm going to go with the Celtics to win this series. And that is another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, all things volume sports. Check it out. Draymond Green in the building. It's going to be a great series in Memphis. We'll see you tomorrow. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mugs. Ta-ta real smooth. volume.